0: What's up guys? It's episode 312. Welcome back to the show. What's up? It's Jacqueline. Welcome back to the show. Good evening. Um, It's currently Friday night at 7 p.m. I'm sitting here with candles lit in my little studio by myself. And the only reason I pressed record today is because my boyfriend, ex now, asked me to share his perspective with my audience. He sent me like a five paragraph essay and he said he wanted, he wants his perspective shared because he was aware that I podcasted about the cheating story. And I'm just going through so many emotions right now. Like nothing about this is fun. Part of me is like, I'm like still mourning. I'm like still mourning the relationship. I'm still mourning what happened. I'm still in that post breakup, like, like sadness mode. Every time I think about it, I get like that stomach like pit and I want to start crying. And like, I'm going through that. And then at the same time, I'm like fucking over it. And just like, yeah, keep airing it out. Keep sharing the dirt on what happened and, and keep, blasting your ex all over your podcast and fuck it you know because it's like it's over it's done with I think a lot of you right now would say like Jacqueline stop wasting your breath on this man like this is like it, it's over with you guys are not meant to be together like it, it's done okay but um again he's like I want my perspective shared you guys listening are invested I, I got a ton of new listeners after that last last episode a ton of new listeners from San Diego which is crazy like people DMing me from you know, around here. It's such a small town. That's what I found out after the last episode, like the DMs I got from people, like who knew about like the who I was referring to the last, like it's nuts and fuck. Okay. Like this sucks. Um, fuck. Like I'm like, this is my life. Okay. I'm learning on the job. I'm not an expert at relationships. Okay. All I know how to do And all I ever intend to do is, on this podcast, is share my story and my life experiences with the intention to learn more about myself and my behavior and why I am the way I am and help you listening. Because maybe something I'm saying is going to resonate with you some way it might make you feel like you there's someone out there in this world you can relate to and you're not alone okay like that's the point here so in no way do I want to make this honestly I know what I just said about like part of me is like fuck it but and and and, you know just talk about how much of a piece of shit he is and just air it all out and 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 just hit it hard like like that with that kind of energy but (sighs) Honestly, my heart and my character, whatever, I don't even know. Just, like, the type of woman I am. like, in no way do I want to make this a gotcha episode. I don't want to talk a lot of shit. Um, I just want to, like, explain everything that happened objectively. I actually really want to hear your guys' opinions and, and feedback. I got so many DMs over the last week, and you guys were actually like super helpful like with your opinions about this all and I think after this episode I, I'm gonna need or I'm gonna be curious to hear what you have to say about like his text and his perspective and like you know all of that so fuck I'm like on the I'm on the I'm on a, like a teeter totter right now because here's the thing like I'm not fucking soft okay I'm not fucking soft um I don't, I will never tolerate any form of disrespect towards me in any, like, in, just at all, and I'm gonna, I feel like I don't get disrespected very often, I, I don't get cheated on all the time, so when it happens, of course, uh, I'm gonna talk about it on this show, because um, unfortunately, we all go through that with relationships here and there, and it's in my opinion, one of the most relatable real things you can talk about. Like it's fucking real. Um, we, We all like no relationship is perfect. No, nothing about the human experience is perfect. And fuck, I'd rather be honest and vulnerable and raw and talk about exactly what happened and share the details exactly how they unfolded. than just say, fuck it, move on. Don't waste your breath. Because it's a, I think, like I said, last episode, it's, um this is a teachable moment in my life that I will learn and grow from and I'm yeah I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of all in I'm committed at this point um after he said he wants his perspective shared I'm like well I got the green light might as well might might as well go press record on an on a on a part two and talk about it so um but it again it's this isn't fun um I was in love with him. I don't want to cry right now, but I was with this man for about a year. Um, I thought I was going to marry me. Fuck, I can't talk. Thought I was going to meet his parents this weekend. I thought he was coming to Vegas with my family next uh, next month. Um, I he asked me what I want to do for my birthday. He wanted to go on a trip with me for my birthday in July. That was coming up. Um, just like we, oh my God, we fucking talked about moving in together recently. Um, it's, it's just, it's not easy. Like having those, like your, that anticipation and that like hope or not even hope. Like I was hoping we'd stay together. It's just like, everything was fucking great until it wasn't. And it's just like a hundred to zero like that. And I think that's the thing I'm, I, I, a a huge lesson I learned about romantic relationships is that's how quickly things can end. Like one fucking thing happens and you're cheated on and then it's done and all that momentum all that whatever uh the hope of the future and and the excitement about the future and the thoughts of maybe you marrying him someday and and how much like I I thought I was gonna have kids with him like all that like it's it's done so that's why this is hard um and shit, you guys listen to, if you listen to the last episode, you're probably like, hold on, let me like pull it together right now. Fuck. I got the AC on. Cooling my neck off. <sighs> shit. I'm gonna do this. I'm committed. Um, yeah, if you listen to the last episode, you probably heard me, <laughs> you did hear me <laughs> detail out detail out all of the red flags and all of the ways that we weren't compatible, right? So you're probably thinking, like, Jacqueline, like, obviously if you're like, you're a smart enough woman to, to realize and and to make peace with the fact that you're, you're not good partners for each other. He wasn't your man. Like this wasn't a good fit. Right. But, um, this is the part I want to share with you about myself that I need to be completely honest about. And, um, something I kind of kept in my back pocket over the last year while I stuck it out and stayed with this man. So basically, I had it in my head that it was like mature of me or like good on my part or how do I say this? Yeah, like mature of me to have the mindset that no matter Who I get into a romantic relationship with, no matter who they are, they're going to be flawed. They're not going to be a perfect human being, okay? And red flags will come up along the way, and that's just normal. That's just life. That's just how people, that's just how human beings are. I've never met an imperfect human being, okay, other than Jimmy. He's a dog, okay? So... (laughs) That was my mindset. Like, okay, I understand all humans are flawed, including the love of my life, my boyfriend. He's good. He's not going to be perfect, and so I was telling myself throughout the relationship that, well, after the first red flag, and I jump ship, and I go to the next guy, he's there. A red flag's going to pop up, and I'm not going to like it, and then I'm going to jump. It's just like a, you're never going to find a perfect person. So I was, I was looking past a lot of things and I was like willing to accept him for who he was and all of his quirks and flaws because none of them honestly were total deal breakers they were not they they were kind of like okay that's annoying or I'm not super stoked on the fact that you're having to like debrief after I got COVID because of my judgment about getting the vaccine and you don't know if you can be with me because of because I wasn't fully vaccinated and I got like that whole situation I explained last podcast like anyways I, like those kinds of things were annoying like a couple of a couple of the other red flags I mentioned were just kind of like yeah that's annoying but it was never like oh I can't be I, I can't continue on a relationship with you you know what I mean so yeah like if I'm being honest over the last year I kind of I I was just, I was constantly, like, accepting him for who he was, and I loved him for who he was fully, and I, and I wasn't, um, I was never, like, I never, it, I was willing to, like, work with him, even up until the end, even up until he che- fucking cheated on me, you guys, I have a story to tell about what happened after all that went down, and how I, in a way, like, came back. And I, and I wanted to fight for our relationship. So um, again, I know if you listened to the last episode, you're probably like, Jacqueline, come on, you're wasting your fucking time, okay? But that's just me being honest. And um, I know that's, um, I think that's because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lover and I'm a fighter and I don't give up on people easily, and, um, I think that's to a fault, I think I, I learned that from my, um, parents, because they stuck it out for a really long time with each other, It's fuck, I'm crying, as hard as things got, and, um, so, fuck, let's get into the let's get into the tea I guess the, the final text message that he wants where he said he wants his perspective shared okay I just collected myself and Jesus I did not plan on getting that emotional on this part two um but yeah I just collected myself and a thought came over my body about this man and I just like saw the light or I just like had an epiphany about him. And this is going to be the part of the episode where the tone's going to shift. Okay. Like I said in the beginning, I, I'm like teeter totter, teeter tottering between being an emotional, sappy, sad mushball who's going through a breakup where I got cheated on. I'm going from that to like, fuck him. He's a loser. All this shit. Like, you know, I just am mad, angry. Like, I just want to like pop off. Okay. So, well, I'm not gonna go full fucking crazy mode. I know. First of all, I think he called me in the text a neurotic, insecure person. Um. Yeah, I think a lot of people might categorize me as a psychopath, like a psycho crazy girl, f- girlfriend, for even recording this episode right now. I'm owning it. I, I'm I'm fully committed. I'm here. I don't. I honestly don't like care. <laughs> It is what it is. And I think I said enough at the front of the episode to back up what I'm doing here and to justify this whole thing, okay? And it's, um, it, it, yeah, I don't think it's that bad. But um, anyways, <laughs> this isn't going to be super kind, but... Uh, This, okay, the epiphany, the thought, the light I just saw at the end of the tunnel about, this man is so average. Like, he's so average in every single way. And holy shit, like, I've been, so I've been on the phone for like the last week or so. And I've been, I've talked to a lot of men around his age and my brother and, and like the men in my life that I look up to and respect and they're like no man no i know like the whole like high value man fucking shit is all over social media like alpha male there's like content out there about like how to be a good man and like a, a, a yeah like a high value man all right okay but anyways like no, all all of all of them were saying the same thing like first of all he's way too old to be acting like this And this is, like, so bitch boy, like, soy, like, someone said, like, soy boy. (laughs) Like, pansy, like, beta male behavior. And, yeah, so I'm realizing who I was working with now, who I was dealing with now, and I see him that way again all the emotions all the love all the goodness it's like fuck I I, like it's easy to like think about that and get sad but at the end of the day like the true colors always come out at the end and you see a person for exactly who they are and he's fucking average and I even told him on the phone like we there's so much I need to tell you but like I was like get your shit together like I am so much I am in a different fucking dating pool than you bro like I didn't I think I said that I was we exchanged a lot of um digs um Yeah, I was, like, like, literally, I'm a, I'm fucking, I think it's because of my mind. I don't think he knows who he is. I think he's, like, constantly, like, I think he's climbing a mountain right now. I think this man is, like, throwing backpacks on, going out into the wilderness, like, going on all these, he's, like, constantly on a quest on an adventure. And it's, like, I don't even think this man knows who he is. And he's always, like, trying to find it out on a trail or, like, doing a trek somewhere and I think what he didn't understand that he was working with this whole time is a straight up no bullshit direct outspoken confident fucking woman who doesn't tolerate bullshit and like like um disrespect and 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 like 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 average behavior so, fuck. Um, by the way, because I'm a psychopath, crazy-ass, now ex-girlfriend, I, I did some major – well, not even major. It didn't even take me that long to find out. Like, I went to our messages on Instagram – I, like, clicked his profile, and it's, like, user unfound, and I don't think, I don't think it says that unless someone, like, literally deletes their social media. I think this guy, I think he disappeared from the internet. I don't think, I think he deleted his social media, because he's aware I made a podcast about the breakup and what happened, and then, okay, let me just get into it. Let me get into his text message, his perspective, and then, like, what he told me, and how, like, incongruent, or, like, it doesn't, like what he's telling me is what really happened is okay and I'm gonna like ask you guys for feedback um because I really want a guy's perspective I think (laughs) this is the part where uh, the bros can back up another bro um maybe you'll feel that way after if you're like a guy right now and you're and you listen or you hear the (laughs) you hear me read the text message you might be like yeah I see what he was thinking as a guy Um, so anyways, let me, how should I, should I start with the, I'm like leaking everywhere. Should I start with the, his text or should I start with the story about what unfolded that I, like the gaps that were missing from the last episode? Okay. I'll, I'll read his text. I think that's like how I, I started the episode saying I was going to do that. So I'll start with that, with his, um, essay here. Um, you guys for breaking up with him and for getting cheated on, like the amount of communication that happened afterwards is so fucking nuts. Like, I'm not very proud of that. I thought I was like, I was going to be the type of person who's just like, fuck you, I'm done. No, no, no. Like, there were phone calls for, like, hours when he was at Coachella. Like, there were messages happening, like, late night. There were phone calls late night. Like, it carried the fuck on. And there's, like, reasons for that, which are kind of... That It's making me laugh because it's just like, this man is fucking not Like, just... Oh, so dumb. Okay. So... Um here we go. Um this is the last message he sent me. Should I put on my sexy secretary glasses while I read this? Go to YouTube or Spotify to watch the video. Okay. <clears throat> Can't say his name, but this is from my ex. It's very simple. Get your facts straight. I am not going to respond after this anymore. I went golfing with two friends and her. We all golfed as friends. Whether I told you who I was golfing with or not is irrelevant because it was never anything more than that. There was no flirting, there was no sexual tension. There was nothing that could point to anything more than all of us golfing as friends. Me omitting that she was there does not change the dynamics of my emotional feelings at that given time. I don't compromise friendships, and I don't give in to ultimatums, which is what you gave me. I don't live by imprisonment, by being psychologically trapped by a neurotic, insecure person. My actions make me a liar, not a cheater. There was never an emotional affair as I accepted her as my friend before meeting you. This was the mutual understanding that she and I had moving forward before you were ever in the picture, period. You were the one who walked away and broke up with me the day after I went golfing. At that point, I'm single and free to do whatever I want. You can judge me however you want, but you cannot, you cannot call me a cheater if you weren't in a relationship. Whether you met or not doesn't matter because you said you were done. I moved on immediately. Clearly speaks how I didn't love you anymore and confirm my intuition that I should have broken up with you months ago. Part three, how my feelings change for someone after you broke up with me and walked away is none of your business. I cannot, I cannot control how, why, or when my feelings towards someone else changes. I cannot help how it escalated thereafter. We're all humans with all sorts of complex emotions and are entitled to those emotions as one pleases. Put this on your story and see how the perspective shifts. I truly wish you all the best in happiness. You deserve someone that makes you happy. Goodbye. Okay, now it's time for me to explain my side of the situation. And fill in the gaps, fill in the details that you guys didn't hear on the last episode. Um, so essentially, to recap... What went down, he went golfing, he brought this girl he had a history with that he calls his friend, and he didn't tell me she was going to be there, right? I found out, and I was, I called him out. And he's like, no, it was just friendship. There's nothing going on there. No, no, no. It's not a big deal. And I I told him I was uncomfortable. And he just completely was like, I don't care that you're uncomfortable. I don't care that you don't like her. I'm still going to be friends with her. Blah, blah, blah. Like that whole thing. Go listen last episode. I go into major detail about what happened and how I found out. So literally, I'm on the phone with him like twice that night up until like two in the morning talking. And when I woke up the next morning, I was like... I texted him I was like I'm walking away okay and he immediately kicks back with um, I think you're overreacting I think we should sleep on this longer and and, and you know this one night to make a decision isn't going to solve all of, our, all of our problems I think we should sleep on this um, basically like telling me that it, it he was like making it sound like he still wanted to be in the relationship or wasn't like, he, he wasn't like, fuck you too. I want to, I want to, I'm walking away too. Do you know what I mean? So from my perspective, it was like, oh, he's not done. And he wants to like work this out and maybe sleep on it for a couple of days and talk about it. Okay. So that's a message I get right after that next morning. And I didn't respond. I didn't say anything back. I was absolutely just like feeling cheated on and that going through that. And I was fucking pissed. And again, I'm going to, the only thing I know how to do (laughs) is be honest and tell you exactly what was on my mind and carry you through my thought process over that weekend. And, um, thereafter, up until like Coachella and after that, when everything blew up and and, and officially ended. So hi, Jim, Jimmy, petting break, (laughs) poor guys, like Do you want another piece of liver? I got him... He loves these. They're from WAG. These freeze-dried beef livers. Sorry, I'm breaking up the story right now um, to feed my dog, but he comes first. Um, Also, to my ex, she comes first. Um, (laughs) Fuck. Okay. Um, Oops. Uh, So hi, Jim. I, buddy, I don't know what to do. Should I take a break? Pet you for a bit. So here's what happened. Here's what happened over the weekend. I'm thinking, okay, he wants to work this out. He wants to sleep on this. And I'm like, okay, he still wants to be in. I'm kind of one foot out, one foot in. Like, what the fuck? You just went behind my back with this woman. I don't trust. I don't trust you with her because of your past and the shady shit that went on between you two over the last year. Like, I'm just not cool with it. So like, around 4.30 on that Sunday, I had a breakdown, okay? I made myself some, like, an afternoon lunch. And at this point, like, I haven't been eating. I'm just a fucking mess. I'm crying. I'm in, I'm in, a, I'm in a ball all day long, fucking in the shitter emotionally. And I remember I, like, made myself some food. I went to my bed to eat it, and I couldn't even get it. I couldn't even eat. I started crying. I like took one bite of the. I think it was like some broccoli and some like literally just like a bro meal, like broccoli and rice and chicken. I start eating it and I can't eat it, and I'm just like I start breaking down. I start crying. I'm like just sobbing. Like you know, what the fuck do I do? I st- I'm still in love with him. Oh my god, you know. I call my mom. I'm like breaking down with her and. She is just the best because she's like any anything you do is perfect. There's no right or wrong here. Just do whatever just fucking do whatever you feel like doing at this point. And I love that advice because that's life. Like whatever decisions you're gonna make based on emotion, like sometimes they're gonna bite you in the ass and they're not they're not gonna be the most logical, rational decisions, but when it comes to your heart and your feelings and your and and all of that, I think follow follow your fucking heart do what it's telling you to do fucking send it and don't hold back and um basically what I ended up doing is I called him and this kind of goes against everything I I guess this kind of goes against what I had in my head about like what to do when someone fucks you over and cheats and like does that behind your back and, and fucks you over. Um, I, I don't know what your guys' opinion is on whether or not that was cheating or not, or like, was that just shady? You know what I mean? Um, I think every it's like, to me, it's like all under the umbrella, umbrella of cheating. I'm calling it cheating. And, you can call it micro cheating. It's all cheating, okay? It's not being honest with me. It's being deceitful, and it's going behind my back with another woman who I later found out more information on about him and his feelings towards her. That makes it just seem like a big fucking cheating shitstorm. So, I'm that's that's just what it is. So, poor Jim. Hi. He's consoling me right now. So I had a breakdown. I called him, and he's like, "I'll call you back. I'm doing taxes." <laughs> okay, typical he's like doing his taxes and then he um we talk we talk it out we talk again about what happened and and how I was you know how I felt so hurt and how I felt cheated on and how I you know I was just basically explaining everything again like we basically had the same conversation we had on that I think it was like a Friday or Thursday night and um you know he was like he said he loved me and he he will always love me and he still loves me and all this stuff and it was all like normal and like just kind of somber and just like you know it's like two people in love coming together and going fuck we just had this blow up this shitty situation go down between us two and we're both just kind of distraught and like fuck you know and I'm like I'm basically what I got him to say because this could be super long-winded I was like look I think I can handle and because Jim's on my lap now I was like this is what I'm not ugh, fuck, how do I say this I realized that my insecurities about my man being around another woman has everything to do with, it's like all on me right like I'm not comfortable with him like going on outings with another woman he's had a past with and not telling me that she's gonna be there you know like I'm not cool with that but I think to him it's like oh you're just fucking insecure and jealous and you know you have issues right and it's just like so I started questioning myself I'm like well maybe what I can do and this is like don't girls don't ever fucking do this this is not what you're supposed to do what I told him when I was was I was like look I know a lot of people our age and like older with like lots of male female friendships and it's all cool everyone we're all adults here it's like normal right to have a lot of friends and you're just like going and hanging out together and nothing nothing's going on other than just like we're a bunch of buddies hanging out so I told them I was like I think I can I want to like work with you on this excuse me and I think I can like overcome this and like deal with her and, and you hanging out. And I think I can be okay with this. I just like, I didn't want to lose him, So I'm like, well, what is it that I need to do mentally and, and and shift mentally to like get to the other side, you know? And so that's kind of what I told him. So I was like, you know, I think I can, I love, you know, I like, I love you. I don't want to lose you for over this kind of thing. I don't think it's worth breaking up over this stupid fucking this girl. I don't like, fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> and basically what I got him to say let me cut to the chase is he was like okay um I said you know I'm in and he's like I was really hurt when you sent that text to me that you wanted to walk away and I'm really heartbroken right now and it sounded like you made your decision and I just I'm really struggling to like that, that's like a lot it, it like hit him really hard and he told me he's like I just need to like take some space right now and, and just like have I'm, I just need like the time to think this week and you know he was like he confirmed that he was on the fence in a way or like he needed time and then we're gonna have a conversation a- after like a, a week of space to like talk about the relationship and how we're gonna move forward okay this is a whole fucking mess Jacqueline break up with his ass like just get the, it's just like if a man needs to do that like it's just so, I feel like so dumb. Just like, he should have just been straight up with me, but he wasn't. He wasn't even straight up with me about her this whole time. Like, it's just a fucking shit show. So, yeah so I'm thinking okay he's gonna take a week off from like we're not gonna he's gonna take a space like he always does when he needs to think about the relationship and I'm like okay I'm in you're gonna come back to me we're gonna have a conversation and and see what we're gonna do moving forward here I am with my hopes up like he's gonna think about it and realize he's still in love with me so wants me and then you know that's just me being like a little just, just hopeless romantic right He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm going to Coachella next weekend with the boys. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I would love to go to Coachella with you, right? But here we are on this little, like, hiatus, this little break. So I'm like, okay, this man's going to take his week to, you know, he just paid his taxes. He's got a lot of shit going on at work. I know about he's really busy this week. Um, he's going to have his little me time he's gonna go to Coachella with his boys that next weekend and then like come that next week we're gonna have our conversation and see what we decide on doing moving forward so if you listened to last episode you uh would know or you would have found out that um he went to Coachella with the girl he went golfing with and they posted pictures together and she was like, you know, in his arms. Okay. Like a little couple on their little Instagrams. Okay. So here's the tea. This is what he told me because there was like multiple conversations after uh, like at Coachella, like, like I don't even know what day it is right now or when this went down, but he's like, I, I I was like, I thought you were going to Coachella with your boys. And I guess some of his guy friends were there, but I'm like, what, what's, how did this go down? And, she, and he goes, oh, she invited me to Coachella. Jimmy. Okay. I think it's time. I need to like sit up straight. Yeah. So he told me she invited him to, Co- to Coachella. I don't know when that happened. I don't know when those arrangements were made, but like, what the fuck, you know? Um, just come with me to Coachella. And then when we're there, we're going to, like, you know, be all coupley-coupley and, like, take pictures together. You know, it's just, like, a, it's just a fucking mess. And uh, he, so he lied to me. That's my whole point. It's, like, here I am with my hopes up that week after I had texted him. I want to walk away. I'm done. Like, you know, and then talking to him and then saying, you know, I want to work together with you on this. Then him saying I want space. And then I'm going to go to Coachella with my boys. Like, this whole thing was, like, okay, me getting strung along even more, him lying to me, and then me having to find out that this girl was with him, like, they went together, and they, like, were coupley there, that fucking hurt, that hurt even, that was another dagger, first I saw him golfing, then I see him with Coachella, just like, Jesus Christ, I know, Jacqueline, like, dump his ass, be done, don't even give this any time or energy, or her for that matter, absolute don't want to say any negative things about her. Um, but yeah, like obviously this isn't healthy. It's just like a shit show. Um, but what other tea can I spill? Oh, I have like things here, like shit. He came clean, shit. He came clean about later. More red flags. Um, Okay, let me kind of recap, because I just read his text, I told you my perspective, so based on what he said, I I want to break down what he said a little bit more, um, First of all, every single guy I've talked to about this says men put women in categories immediately. Like, and this is just a known thing. And I don't know what kind of man I was dealing with or like how his brain works, but men know. Like when you meet a woman, she's either absolutely fucking, (laughs) she's either, okay, complete friend zone you would never touch her or ever want to do anything romantic with her just absolute just like friend zone forever she's that then she there's the next category which is like you you know would fuck her and she's you know if you got drunk enough you'd like you know hook up with her she's that category but you would never like date her there's that and then there's like wifey girlfriend material you would date her and introduce her to your parents okay so men put and I think women do that too I know I do that like you get a vibe when you meet someone and you make that kind of like judgment or you you, you get that kind of a that thing comes over your body about someone that intuition that spa, that whatever and you just know so I think all this like she's just a friend it's just all bullshit because he came out he came on the phone I finally got him to be fess up and admit how he actually felt this whole time about her and it's like I should I should just tell the backstory now like there was more to it than no she's just a friend so yeah what what was he saying oh we went golfing with two friends and her we golfed as friends 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 whether I told you there's no sexual tension there was no sexual tension which he later confessed to I am attracted to her I I have I'm physically attracted to her. Um, I have always been that way with her. So he lied to me this whole time about her. his his relationship with her is just a friend, right? So I, like, knew this. I knew he was bullshitting me this whole time, but it just sucks to hear that because I'm like, why weren't you just honest and straight up with me? He prides himself. He always used to, pr- he, he prides himself on being no BS. He's, he's no BS. You know, I say it like it is. I'm blunt. I'm direct. It's like, bitch get on my fucking level. Okay. You're such a passive, deceitful, lying bitch boy who can't be straight up. If you tried like you're weak, it takes a lot of, I don't know what the word is. Like if you, if you like someone else and not your girlfriend, just fucking figure it out tell her as soon as you come to that conclusion like he it's just or or just say that from the jump because he from the jump he always framed it as oh we're just friends we're just friends we're just friends we're just friends you know it's just not that wasn't the case ever and um yeah I found out some some more stuff about them too over the last year as I while I was dating him that he finally confessed to which is just great to find out. Um, I'd say, like, the official breakup was that Sunday at Coachella. That Sunday night. I think we talked on the phone that morning. I think he found out about my podcast. And then we like, called me immediately. And then we talked that night, too, a couple times. And then we were texting about her for a while. That's a whole other segment to this episode. Holy shit. So... Basically, let me just explain what he confessed to about his feelings about this friend of his, this girl who's a friend, apparently. So he said that last year, he never, by the way, never by the, he never told me they, he never used the word, word dated ever with her. He was very clear on that. We never dated. It was never romantic, never dated, nothing like that. We just went and did things together (laughs) as friends. (laughs) So that always sat wrong with me, and I was just like, "All right, okay, I'll just, I'll just roll with that, whatever." Okay, fine. You know, I, I don't really, yeah, it's not sitting right with me. I, I am sniffing through my bullshit detectors, going off. Where's my red flag? I have this dart. I have this dart on set. I was looking for a red flag or like something I could make as a red flag for this episode, but I found this dart in my apartment. I also have a cigar how badass would it be right now if I just start if I lit this bitch up is that tacky I also have all this memorabilia like the first time we went hiking to Lawson Peak and I collected this rock and I have like the this like note he wrote here with his handwriting and all this fucking stupid shit I need to throw away um but anyways yeah so friend 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 let's get back to this I can't shut up about how much he told me she was just a friend, but what he finally confessed to was that the reason they didn't work out, because he was dating her before me last spring, the reason he moved on to me and, and stopped dating her was because, I guess, she didn't want a relationship at the time, something like that, whatever, and then he basically said he had, he, like, stuffed his emotions about her and, like, buried them over the last year and like just completely pushed them down and like totally just like like apparently friend zoned her mentally which like that never no if you like someone if you're romantically interested in someone that shit doesn't go away okay that's not how that works you don't just go oh yeah they're just we're just homies now like where she doesn't want you but you still want her so then you just have to go okay well I don't see her romantically or interested in. I'm not interested in her that way anymore so I'm just gonna stuff my feelings no okay I'm not a snowflake like that doesn't fucking it doesn't work that way you still go "Hmm, my you know maybe someday we're like oh if she comes back I'd take her back you know you like her and it fucking he fucking did this whole time so um he can bullshit me all day long about how I can't control how my feelings evolved. Like when we went to Coachella, all this bullshit. It's like, Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) so yeah, basically he said he stuffed his feelings. He liked her and then she didn't want him. And then he met me and then (sighs) just a fucking mess. So what else should I break down in his text message? I'll sum things up and speed things along here by saying that the part that hurt the worst for me was how he strung me along for that week and had my hopes up that he was going to come back after the week of space and going to Coachella and have a conversation about a conversation with me about the relationship and how we're going to move forward. You know, he said he was hurt by my message that I was walking away and I, and, and he was very, yeah, he, he was very hurt by that and he took it hard and it just sounded like he was still in and he still wanted to figure it out with me. And so, yeah, the, it just sucked how I was like going through that whole week with my hopes up. Things were good. Like we were messaging each, we were still texting and being pretty like neutral and positive. We weren't communicating a lot, but, um, you know i had something exciting happen at work that week and you know he talked to me about it was just like normal things were really normal and i just felt like he was i was like okay so he's taking some space he's busy with work this week okay whatever i can like deal with this i'm like willing to willing to work with that and um then i'm thinking okay then he's going to go to Coachella with his friends this weekend and then come back next week and we'll talk and then move forward from there right so that's like the story i had in my head about what was going to go down but instead he fucking dipped to Coachella with the girl he was secretly into this whole fucking time and blew me off and then I had to find out and then it just wasn't it was so dishonest and and just fucking it was just straight up mean It just cruel like just tell me she invited me to Coachella I'm going with her to Coachella I'm interested in her I don't like you anymore I like her just tell me I can handle that, okay? I've dealt with worse shit in my life. I've I've had worse things happen to me in my life. Like, I'm a grown-up. I'm a big girl. You can tell me. He's such a little fucking weak, passive person where you just couldn't do that. Like, that's who I was working with this whole time. Like, I would never – like, I wouldn't – I just cannot – I will never be with a man who's not super – um. Honest and, and open and comm- like fully, just transparent about his feelings and, and what he's really thinking because it's just a joke. It's a fucking joke. Like it's like it's like dealing with a toddler. It's like, or toddlers are even more straight or t- are more straight up than he was. You know. So that's just that hurt. That hurt a lot. Um. Yeah, and he. So. There's more shit I was going to spill. More tea. Oh, uh, I never really finished breaking down as much. Am I neuro- so he wrote. I don't live by imprisonment. By being psychologically trapped. By a neurotic insecure person. He thinks it's neurotic. That I. Don't like him. Being friends with. A girl. He had a past with that, I now know was romantic. It was his intentions were always romant- romantic and not just pure friendship. Uh, he, he thinks I'm a neurotic, insecure person for being uncomfortable with him, bringing her around behind my back and not telling me. Is that gaslighting? Is that he fucking flips it on me like I'm the crazy person it's just like hey dude I'm not comfortable with that and instead of being like yeah I'm a piece of shit that was wrong of me I shouldn't have done that he goes I'm not gonna stop being friends with her I don't care about your feelings like deal with it bitch like he didn't give a fuck about me he never did he's so all he cares about is, is himself and his little life and that's just who that's just who I was dealing with and it's just like it's just a joke. Like I can't even take. It's like why again? Why am I even wasting my breath on this man? But I'm learning. Like I'm talking it out. I'm learning about myself. It's just holy shit. So she invited him to Sedona in January. Come, I come to. He came clean about that. What? Okay. Um, around that time I confronted him about, this is just such a, like, social media ruins relationships, social media is making people crazy, social media, social media is stupid, it's not fucking real, everyone's just, like, paranoid and, like, always checking other people's social media, okay, I know this is what that is, okay, I don't give a fuck, It it's reality, like, I'm not gonna fight reality, I'm just gonna, like, live through it and go that, that I'm gonna <laughs> be honest with myself and you guys that, Uh, social media is part of it. it, It's part of the equation in relationships now, whether you like it or not. And I have boundaries with social media. I have clear things that I've told him about social media that, you know, are like just non-negotiables for me. Like you don't just go and you you, you just don't, you just don't uh, like, I'm your woman, me, the only attention The only women that get attention from you, the only woman in this world is me, okay? That's it. If a girl walks down the street and thinks she's hot and and you're like, damn, that's a hot, like, sure, think that, okay? When you're on social media, it's like, if you think a girl's hot, like, whatever, just don't, don't go fucking message her. And, you know, if she inquires, if she invites you on a trip to another state to go frolic in the desert with, you don't entertain that. You don't say anything to, you just don't even fucking respond. Like, I don't get that. So when he said she invited him to Sedona, I'm like, first of all, if I, if I ever invited a man on a road trip to Sedona, I'd want to, it's because I'm, I want to fuck him. Like I I would be interested in him in a romantic way, like a one-on-one, a one-on-one road trip am I batshit crazy? Do I sound crazy right now? Like I feel like, why am I even needing to explain this? Like that's obvious to me. So her intentions were that it wasn't just like, Oh, let's just be two buds and go to Sedona. Like Sedona, it's like a romantic fucking road trip. Okay. We had just gone on, we were just on a trip together, us two. And she was recently, so back to the social media being just ridiculous. I know how this sounds like around that time. I was like, look, this girl's on my shit. And it's like, why is she watching, why is she keeping up with me, I don't know her, like, but I know you have a past, like, why does she, what's going on, this makes me uncomfortable, you know, so around that time, it's like, she's aware, and that's when I was, like, posting him, and, like, obviously, we're in a relationship, so what the fuck, you know what I mean, so that, that, when I found out that, I was just, like, so dumb, uh, that he even responded, I think he said no, he goes, oh, the only reason I said no was because you made up some bullshit. I'm like, so you were considering going with her while you were my boyfriend? <laughs> like, what a. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, he finally came clean about that. Um, oh, so here's a, ra- a red flag I realized. Um, so, one time. I was talking about, I'm not going to be specific here. One time I was talking about a body part that I was not like insecure about, but I was just like alluding to, I was just like talking about a body part of mine to him and he was like consoling me a little bit about it or just like trying to be like nice. He goes, oh, well. Like, he said something like, oh, do you feel that way because because so-and-so, the girl, has that? And you know that I dated her. Like, oh, you know that I've been with... Like, he literally confessed to him, you know, seeing this girl without clothing on, basically. And I didn't realize that until after. But I'm like, oh, I remember that one time, like, a couple months ago. He, He goes, oh, do you feel that way because she's... You know, Jesus, do I sound so insecure right now, and jealous, and like, oh, this? Gr- why do why I don't give a fuck about this other woman? It's just like the whole situation's a story to tell. It's a lot of uh, there's like a lot of details that it's like I'm trying to tell a story, and there's like no way to do it without, or especially this story, without kind of sounding a little crazy and jealous and like. Um, insecure about myself, you know what I mean, because I got cheated on, like, that's probably what everyone's thinking, oh, you got cheated on, you're, like, insecure about yourself because the other woman, and he likes her, not you, and, you know, it is what it is, Um, men don't cheat with better, they cheat with easy, it's actually an insult, Um, (laughs) this is, like, a fucking quote, it's, like, oh, it's actually an insult when you see who your man cheats on you with, or something, because you're, like, the only thing I have on her—I mean, she's like the total package. I'm sure she has everything he's ever dreamed of. The like, she's like literally the total package—a complete bombshell. Like the only thing I have on her, I'm pretty sure, is my youth. So, I'm pretty sure he told me he, she's like pushing 40. So, I'm pretty yeah. I, the only thing—the only thing I brought to the table for this man is my youth and um, my award-winning award personality. And, um, what else do I have going on? Well, I can mention other things, but I'll, uh, keep it PG. Um, <laughs> I know I mentioned how he talked shit about her on the last episode, but I thought of something else he said. Like, why did he talk shit about her? Like, that's such a red flag. If a guy's talking shit about a girl, like, but he was saying, I'm pretty sure he fit or something or like he goes we are getting a drink I, we got we are down at this place in little in this in this little Italy neighborhood here and we are getting old fashions and he's like, like I think he called her like oh she has like a like something about her like jaws huge or something I don't even fucking know it was just like why are you saying this and it's so specific like maybe he, do you like you know what I mean like what the fuck it just messes with my head to think back on this but again like why do I, I I'm just like put, I'm these are like random details okay so back to what I was saying she invited him to Sedona that pissed me off oh the body part and he goes oh do you feel that way or does that make you feel that way because she has that and you don't or something like that um red flags I noticed towards the end so I noticed he was wearing cologne all of a sudden and I'm like, you never wear, he, that's one thing I didn't like about him. He never wore cologne. He only wore like deodorant and, and like, he never smelled sexy. Like I love when a man puts on to de- excuse me, puts on cologne and you're like going out on a date with him and you like smell him and then you go home. It's just like the best, right? He never wore cologne, but like towards the end, like the last couple months, he would like come over to like, maybe he'd go out for drinks or something with his guy friends. and have like a little boy's time. Then he'd come over to my place and I, I'm like, you smell good. And he's like, Oh yeah, Hugo boss or whatever. I'm like, why weren't you wearing that for me this whole time? You know what I mean? Like, why are you trying to smell good out there? So that kind of <laughs> that was a little red flag that I thought about afterwards. Um, I noticed he was also like more protective of his phone. Like, I re- like we were on the couch at my place, and just like the way he held it was just like not like anywhere he was. It was just like he was very like high. Hide- he like hit it more. And then if I ever saw it, like, you know, when you're sitting next to your boyfriend and girlfriend on the couch and they're on like Instagram, I would always like see her fucking DM in his DMs. I'm like, so you're still, you're talking to your good buddy, your good friend, uh, in the DMs. I can see that, uh, the hair that wasn't mine. I still believe that that was shady. And when I confronted him about that, he started laughing at my, well, he was just like, (laughs) Like, no one's been in my room but you for this last year. No one's been in here. I'm like, I know what my hair looks like. I I still think that that was shady. And that was, like, a month ago. So I'm full sending this. I don't care how. At this point, it's like I've said it all. I'm going in. I'm I'm (sighs) Women act this way. Women are quote-unquote crazy. And we fucking turn into these. What whatever you want to say about us, psychopaths, because of men's behavior. If my boyfriend was honest and like straight up with me and treated me with love and respect, this episode doesn't exist. These pop shots I'm I'm taking on him and these things I'm saying don't exist. It your behavior Buddy, there's repercussions, okay? And and I'm not gonna, like I said in the beginning, I'm not fucking soft. I'm not a doormat. When people disrespect me, I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna share my experience with my audience, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna speak up, okay? You know, he said something like, um, "We were on the phone at Coachella. I haven't even gotten to the part about how he was asking me questions about her." And what I've heard and the messages I got about her. Holy fuck. I need to, that's probably like the last segment. Um, we were talking about like, Oh, I I think I was like, I wouldn't want you to be the father of my kids or something like that. I was just being like, you know, taking a, taking a pop. pop. I was like, why why do do I keep saying pop shot? And he goes, well, I'm, I'm glad you're not the mother of my kids. And, and, and because they turn out crazy, like batshit crazy like you. So he called me crazy. And I'm like, I was like, I would want my kids to stand up to abuse and disrespect and speak up for themselves and stand their ground against someone like you over, (laughs) like, do you know what I mean? So sure. Call me crazy. Say that you wouldn't want your kids to turn out crazy like me. But I think that this is at the end of the day, like a good thing. I'm not embarrassed by this. I'm not ashamed of this. I don't, I, I think, um, it's more about like the stereotype that I, I'm referencing, like the crazy girlfriend stereotype. And it, it, it's just like, no, it's not even that it's, it's, um, a person who was wronged standing her ground and speaking up for herself. And I would want my kids to do just that. And I wouldn't want my kids to lie and cheat and be dishonest and average to their partners, like you, okay? So, this in this case, crazy is a compliment and, you know? So the call it Coachella when I said in the beginning, I have all these, like, new listeners from San Diego. Shout out to you guys. Um, God, where do I even start? So, basically, after I posted the last episode... um, <laughs> Like, this is so... This is, like, nuts to me, honestly. I'm still just, like, what are the odds, right? After I post the episode... I, I didn't realize. So, maybe they weren't new listeners. But people that follow me from San Diego. um, Like knew who the fuck I was referring to. And shared their personal stories with me. About this other woman. That were similar to my experience. Including a story involving someone who was engaged. And I'm just like what are the fucking odds? It's such a small town here. I swear. Like, it's like, if you, you listen to a podcast of some girl you follow on Instagram from the same town as you, and you p- connect the dots that quickly and you go, Oh yeah, that same fucking thing happened to me. That was just like the, like, that was the craziest thing. So I was just saying, fuck it. At this point, I have no state. I'm not in the relationship. It's Sunday. He's at Coachella with her and fo- they're frolicking around and whatever. I'm just like, he had called me that morning. Cause I, I about, um, he actually said sorry oh my god I didn't even ta- like I should have shit I should have said this earlier he called me and apologized that morning on Sunday when he was at Coachella and he felt really bad for what he did and he was immediately it was so crazy I, I pick up the phone and it's just like immediately like I'm sorry I'm sorry you know shit why didn't I say that earlier which I wasn't expecting um and I think that's when the the relationship officially ended um that phone call that's when I would say it did because I thought like he's at Coachella I'm thinking he's coming back the next week and we're gonna have a conversation he's taking space away from me but of course I find out he's with the girl like fully fucking cheating on me I'm still in, in my brain in a relationship in his brain he's not and it's okay to just go like be with another woman that weekend and, and, and go with her and she invited you and, and it's just like, that's okay. And we're staying in a hotel together and all, you know, it's just like, that, I just felt even more, that was like more cheating in my head. <laughs> so fuck. So he called me, I'm sorry. Da, da, da. And then, um, that's the day I posted the podcast. And then what else do we talk about that morning? We just kind of like came to a clothes. He's like, I want to be cordial about this, whatever. Okay. That night we were like texting. I have all the messages. I, I There's so many. And I was just like being honest with them. I'm like, look, I'm not, this isn't about like getting, I'm not trying to, <sighs> is this immature? I think this is like, Jacqueline, don't go that low you know what I guess fuck it I just was in that mood I was just like fuck it the relationship's done I might as well be on I just might as well tell him give him a heads up about who he's dealing with so I was like look I received messages from people in this town about her and like I was like do you want to see their receipt I'm not proud of this I'm not proud of this when I say this man got real communicative all of a sudden and started, like, uh, he got real curious all of a sudden, and he was like, it's like he was freaking out. Like, what does she know about this, other, this girl I'm with at Coachella right now? Like, what's her, what, is, what are people saying about her? He's, like, having me send him the screenshots and, like showing him what people are saying. <laughs> like and I'm just fully going in because it's like the relationship's done. We're broken up. But like, hey man, I might be uh doing you a favor here. So I thought that was really funny. He was he was like trying to figure out like before I move forward with this woman I just cheated on my girlfriend with. I'm gonna figure out what kind of person she is and if she's like a bad conniving, manipulative, crazy whatever I don't even know what he would think of her, like, type of person, it's, like, that's so gross, it's so just, like, what the fuck, but I was just giving him the info, I was just, like, fuck it, here you go, and um, then he called me, we were on the phone for, like, an hour, it was, like, I don't even know, like, 10 p.m. on Sunday night at Coachella, and we were just, like, he kept asking me questions about her, and, like, asking me what I knew, what people were saying, and, like free it's like he was freaking freaking out but that's when I say it's a small town I'm like people it's like everybody it seems like everybody kind of knows about other people and like I don't know her name was apparent so to summarize it was just like obvious to me that there was a pattern here with her um getting involved with men in relationships, and there is a lot of women in this town that are not, I don't even know, I can't say a lot, just like enough people, multiple people, I can't say one, it's not just me that had this experience, who um had a, that had a bad um experience with her, so that's just kind of it in a nutshell, and um, you know, I'm all about women supporting women, right, like I'm all about that, but not in this case, it's just like, ugh, don't be a homewrecker. Just don't, don't do it. Don't be, don't be like that. I think that's like a, a thrill for some people though, or just like, I don't even know. It's like the men's involved. The man is always involved too. Okay. And something I, I, I've talked or or I've thought about is like, what was he telling her? What did she know? Okay. But because what he was telling her could be different than what he was telling me, you know, he might have been like, yeah, I don't have a girlfriend, and I'm single right now, and we're not together anymore, we broke up last year, like, whatever, she might be thinking, oh, yeah, I like this guy, and, and, you know, it's, like, totally cool of me to invite him around to uh, Adventures and Coachella, because he's single, like, maybe he was telling her that, I don't know, but I have a, Pretty good feeling she knew we were together because, like, I'm literally in his bed like two days before he fucking cheated on me with her. And, like, <laughs> it's like, well, she wouldn't know that, but like, it just sucks. It fucking sucks. I just feel like maybe I'm, again, neurotic and insecure and crazy, but like, when I like a man because it's 2022 and we all have Instagram and social media. I'm looking around, okay. I'm trying to find out, like, does he have a girlfriend? Does he have a girlfriend? Does he, have, you know? And I'm like trying to figure out, like, who's he hanging out with? What's he doing? What are his tagged pictures? Who's he, you know? Who are his friends? Like, that's what you do. And I, and I feel like I know she might be pushing forty or whatever. You can fucking said about her, and <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> but like, she, I, I'm pretty sure it's it was obvious that we were in a relationship, okay? So. I don't know. (sighs) Should I, like, debrief from this episode? Talk about what I'm proud of, what I'm not proud of? I started out fucking crying, and then I just got really... I said some pretty nasty things, I think. And I'm, you know, not super proud of that, Um, in all honesty... But that's, again, it's just me being real. It's me hanging out with you at my apartment and I'm, or just calling you up on the phone because this is audio if you're listening to it in your ears. It's just like me just telling you like it is. I was done dirty and I got strung along, I got lied to, and I got cheated on and it just fucking sucks. And um, there's no easy, eloquent, sophisticated happy, snappy way to talk about it. It's just, and maybe people out there, maybe the gurus, maybe the, maybe the uh, enlightened ones, the, the monks would advise me to meditate instead of podcasting and not waste my breath. But, uh, I'm Jacqueline Monroe, and this is my fucking, <laughs> this is my fucking podcast, and this is who I am, okay? I'm an oversharer, I'm an overthinker, I don't even think that's a bad thing, like, I think he, he used to, he made me go, or made me question my, th- oh, you're overthinking it, you're overthinking it, actually, I don't think I do that too much. Here on the show, obviously, I do. I'm, like, thinking and talking it out at the same time. But, um, yeah, he said some bullshit about me. Like, I don't, oh, I don't take action on things. Bitch, I'm more successful than... Like, that's the thing. I was, like, he was punching up. I was punching down. Like, I'm more successful than you, bro. Like, I have... I'm, like, better... Not that it matters, but I'm, like, doing better in my career and life than you. Like, I don't take action on things. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you're a like a fucking mess like I don't know why I was just like it hit me at the end I'm like I'm literally dating in the wrong dating pool dating you like you're just not even on my level and I and I don't mean that in like a disrespectful way it sounds disrespectful but like it's like bro you're fucking you're you're not on my level and like I was he goes he said some things like I can't I don't even want to give it any more time and thought he just wasn't a man in the relationship. I felt like he, I had to take care of him. Yuck! I never want to feel that way ever again. Or just like he couldn't provide. He couldn't. He wasn't a provider. And that's what I need. Like, if in a relationship, all a woman wants is security, safety, and what is it? Safety and security. Because a woman never wants to feel like you're going to leave her or cheat on her. And she wants to feel physically physically safe, like her body safe. And that if, you know, World War Three breaks out, you're going to protect her. Okay, that's like huge. And a woman wants to, pro- this is just me being a heterosexual straight woman who's feminine. Like I want a man to provide. And he didn't do that. It was just very like we're both I mean I just knew it like when he was being tit for tat on gas money on road trips I'm like you're taking me you you invited me on this road trip with you you're driving your car and you're making me like I don't know I just like I don't not that a man should pay for everything it's just like some of the things were just off like that I think it's because he he thought he like knew I was more successful than him or whatever whatever, and he always is like calling me sugar mama and shit Like as a joke, but I don't think he was joking. Like one time we were out drinking and he goes, oh, like you're so, we were down in Little Italy again. And he's like, he's like, I know, I know, I know you're doing better than I am. And I know you're just such a boss and you're killing it at your job and you're just so successful and like you make so much money and all this shit. And he was like saying that about me. Like his perception of me was like, I was financially better off than him. And I don't know if that made him feel insecure or like, um, I don't know how it made him feel, but I think it, he maybe resented me, but that was also, that was always like an awkward thing in the relationship. And again, when I say like, at this point, I'm realizing like, girl, you're just in a different, those, you shouldn't be dating guys like him who can't provide for you in the way that you need. It's, it's mostly about like how I feel. Like, I don't like to feel like my man is, some women don't give a fuck, okay, I'm someone who's, like, I don't, like, I don't need to hear about how cash poor you are and shit, you know, like, you need to eat Top Ramen and, like, PB&J, and, like, he said that as, like, a joke, but it's just, like, I don't think it's a joke, I think you need to get your shit together, I don't think, like, what are you, like, then he would like buy a bunch of expensive shit I didn't I don't know he was just weird with money sometimes and just annoying about it and like very frugal to the point where it's like I can't breathe like he just or like he yeah it wasn't it wasn't fun so no judgment like again it's like not for me not for me it's not what I'm I, I need someone with their shit together in that in that department and on my level (sighs) and it would be settling like that's the thing I said in the last episode like staying with him would have been settling and I was I felt like so I feel so how I feel about my life now and my energy and the way that the way things have blossomed so rapidly after the breakup is like this man was like lowering my vibration not to get spiritual or whatever like it was like he lowered my my or he like dimmed it I like wilted over the last year in a way like I grew personally a lot of things happened like positively in my life while I was with him but it was mostly because of like myself like I don't really think he wasn't a he was always supportive and everything of, of what I was doing, but, um, he didn't inspire me. He didn't really get me. Yeah. He didn't really get me excited in in that way. Like, oh, well you're inspiring me to be a better version of myself. No. Like I looked at him and I'm like, I wouldn't, you're making me depressed. Like what watching you and like what you're, how you're living and like what you're doing is just so draining and boring and like sad and just so tiring. And like, I just don't like now I see it. I'm like, Jacqueline, why were you hanging around him that much? It's like, what will we be doing right now on a Friday night? Like every, or anytime we hung out, it's just like, not that you have to do anything, but he was always too tired and just always drained and low energy. And that rubbed off on me. And I think it it, it really lowered my quality of life. <laughs> and I'm just so, yeah, so since we broke up, it's like, everything is so like, Upbeat. I'm like smiling more. I'm more positive. I'm like happier. And I know again, like I've had. I'm like I fucking cried at the beginning of the episode. Like I've been a. I've been a mess because the second I think about the goodness he brought me and the love and that feeling he that came over my body when I was with him and that how much he made me feel. <sighs> he was like my home for a year. My person. You know. My. He was that in my life for so long the second that comes over me it's like tears I'm in a ball crying I think it's going away now but um for the most part I'm doing very well things are looking really good in my life right now and I think this was divinely created and it was meant not to say everything's meant to be but like it happened for a reason um I've already been let me just like give you guys an update I've already been on some dates I'm already like moving forward because that's the only unfortunately it's like it's like hard because you're like I don't you just have to get busy you just have to you have to you have to move on and it's I for I'm forcing myself to do it it's not easy because like while I'm on a date I'm like I wish I was with my ex a well it's not like I wish I was but he was like instantly I'll meet someone I'm like oh you're not my ex this is I'm not even that attracted to you or like it's just not really vibing or whatever but um speaking of vibing I did meet someone that we had a conversation until like three in the morning and I was like oh my god this is what I've been missing for the last year like finally someone that stimulates me intellectually and can hold a conversation with me for like hours and like entertain me with their mind and so that was amazing and we were like on the 40 like my ex would never do this we were on like the 40th floor of the hyatt drinking martinis like looking over the city and he like brought me he like drove me he like picked me up brought me there and we like drove around the city we got another drink at another cool spot he like took me to the park we like spun around on the playground a little bit and like had we had like this little moment that was really cute and it was just like this man is fun. He's exciting. He's full of like energy and life and his mind is like just beautiful. And I was like, what the fuck? I told him, I was like, this is already 10 times better than any conversation I've had with my ex. Cause he knew that I was just cheated on and like, he kind of came to the rescue, but I was like, this is already 10 times better than any conversation I've had with my ex over the last year. So it, it's looking good. I'm already feeling optimistic about my future and my dating life but um unfortunately I had to go through this like experience and learn this lesson and I think love blinds us you know why do we hang in why do we hang around people and stick or get stuck in relationships for longer than we should be it's because the we think it's love but it wasn't it was (sighs) well it was no it was that's the thing it sucks it's like yes it was love it I, I was I say I was in love with him I do like right now just in this moment when I think about it I'm like I want him back I miss him, like, I get really sad, like, it's really hard, because you go on, that's what breakups like this are, it's, it's a wave, and, um, what I would do to, like, give him a hug, you know, and, uh, see him again, and just talk to him, you know, as much as he hurt me, I still loved him, and, um, I don't want to end the episode crying, but that's just the reality that I'm going through right now, and, um, I think he's flawed. I think he has, he's deeply... Something is wrong with him internally that has nothing to do with me. And this happened... There's, none of this has to do with me. It has everything to do with the other person. And, and what he's internally struggling with or, or going through. And what happened in his childhood. Like, we all behave because of the way things went down as a child. And when we act out as adults, it's because... It's, like, all we know. It's all based on our life experience starting at a really young age. And I really hope that he (sighs) figures it all out. He's not going to find it in the mountains. I can tell you that. He's climbed enough fucking mountains to, uh... (laughs) Anyone that's climbed as many mountains as him and has gone on and has hiked as many miles as him should like shouldn't behave this way (laughs) they should have it figured the fuck out and they should be like the most enlightened like best version of themselves and like so rock solid in how they treat people and how they live their life and he's just not he's a fucking mess and so average I keep saying he's average I know that's like so rude but truly um get off the mountain, go to therapy. Um, look, I'm not perfect. I'm trying. Okay. Part of this podcast is like me doing personal therapy. I'm, I'm really trying, um, to become a better person. And, um, that's like all life is really about, you know, leveling up, calling yourself on your own, calling yourself out on your bullshit and, and not repeating it. And um, treating people with respect. All right. Jimmy's passed out. I'm tired. Um, I just had an intrusive thought. <laughs> it, it never ends. Guys, it never fucking ends. I just thought about how... I think he might... What if he's lying to me about this weekend? Because... He's, he's lied to me so much. Like I literally can, I'll never believe a single word he says, but I remember when he's like, yeah, my dad and my mom are coming to San Diego and my dad and I are going to go climbing this, this mountain he likes to climb. We're going to go climb at the end of April. So this weekend, and, um, they're going to come in, they're going to fly in. And then my mom's going to like stay at hotels while we're climbing and we're going to do it over like three days. Me and my dad, cause he's older and it's going to like take us, take him longer, and so I'm just thinking in my head, like, I didn't ask him. I was, like, waiting for him to say, like, oh, I want you to meet my parents. Like, you know. Like, oh, when they fly in, will I go to dinner or something? Because he met my he met my mom and my sister. Like, my mom and sister came last summer, and he we went out to dinner with them. Like, it was, like, right away, like, meet my meet my parents. You know, like, it was that kind of thing. But I realized, like, when he talked about it, he wasn't, like – I was, like, oh, like, I can't wait to meet them, right? Like, I said that, and he just, like, didn't say much. And what if he's not – what if his what if that was a lie like what if he's not with his parents this weekend and they didn't fly in and do you know where I'm going with this what if he's with his new girlfriend on the mountain instead that would be a full circle moment truly because that's what happened last last year and that's how we even found out about her is because he went hiking or he went on listen to the last episode that's how the relationship started you know I was on my I was on the phone with my brother and his girlfriend and and they're like look the relationship started so with this person this other woman like going on this climbing trip behind your back with him that's how it started so she was always on your radar as like what like it was like a you know that alarm that was like how the relationship started and, and it was like a sore spot or just like it made you uncomfortable and so um or not like yeah just at the start right and so then if if that's what's going on this weekend and he's not with his parents and he lied to me like that would be fucking nuts I won't be able to find out he doesn't have social media I don't I think oh yeah she blocked me um yeah like it's a fucking mess but like (laughs) that would literally I will fuck that'd be so funny I don't doubt it um it's kind of like piece of shit he is yeah my parents are coming to town Cause what if we were still together and he said that and then he also and then like he went behind my back with her like, dude, if you don't trust someone, get the fuck out of a relationship. Period. End of story. What did he say? I'm not a li. I'm i I'm a liar. I'm not a cheater. It's like no, you're a cheater. The hair, girls. If you fi- if you're finding hair in your man's bedroom that's not yours he's cheating on you (laughs) that was such a crazy moment I know this is lingering everyone that tells me about my podcast or like talks to me about my podcast they're like yeah so you say you're gonna end it and then like 20 minutes later you're still talking Jesus um that was such a crazy moment just like me like examining my I like rip my own hair out and I'm like examining this like light brown hair and I'm like and then I was like then I went to my bathroom back home and I was like if I put hairspray on it does it like Change the texture and does it match that one? Bat shit. I'm a. I I. I don't even care. What's my quote? Oh yeah, I made this little Nutella. So this is a. Go to the YouTube or Spotify. I'm just coming down from the episode right now. I made this little pot of Vaseline for his left eye that was always dry. Cause I would like have him put it on his eye to moisturize it. That needs to go in the garbage. It's just a bunch of bullshit <sighs> um, fuck what was I saying oh the hair um, I don't remember I didn't read the 50th law book the 50 cent book my favorite quote is this every negative is a positive the bad things that happen to me I somehow make them good that means you can't do anything to hurt me. That's 50 cents quote. Yeah. Every negative is a positive. The bad things that happen to me, I somehow make them good. That means you can't do anything to hurt me. It's a blessing. Like, this kind of shit is such a blessing. Breakups are a blessing. Getting cheated on cheated on is a blessing. It's just, like, I'm so fucking proud of myself and just so, like, like I've, I've arrived. Like, I, honestly, not to it's like, in these moments, it's like, you kind of have to toot your own horn, right, it's like, you're, you you just got dumped, or, like, someone just fucking did you dirty and cheated on you, and then you're in, like, a low place, and it's like, no, you you have to pump your chest and go, I didn't tolerate that bullshit, I stood up for myself, I walked away, and I said, fuck you, and I called him out multiple times for what he did, and he always denied it though. He's just like, he'll never think he cheated on me. Didn't cheat on you. It's like, that's what I want your feedback on. Okay, guys, especially the male perspective. Mostly I don't get it, but like 80% of my listeners are guys. I think it has to do with like Instagram and who follows me because that's just my ratio. Also on Instagram, I think, but um, just one of the boys the boys just, what can I say? The boys just love me. I'm just such a, I'm just so entertaining and they love listening to me talk. No, honestly, it it's like actually crazy that people listen this long <laughs> and they get there like an entire episode. I'm like, like, I thought it was a thing or I've heard men talk about women like, oh, girls talk too much or like they're not interesting to listen to or like shit like that. I'm like, what am I doing different here? I don't know. I just press record and that's it. And I, and I say whatever comes to mind. But yeah, from a guy's perspective, I really, I'm curious. Do you think he gets a pass like from, from, from the text message? Do you think it's acceptable what he did? And, and would you consider that just being a lying, deceitful boyfriend? Or is that cheating? Like, is taking a woman, is going, With a, yeah, is going with a woman going, is is omitting that you're hanging out with a woman that your girlfriend doesn't like. Is that cheating? Is that technically is that like under the umbrella of cheating? I think it's cheating. And is going to Coachella with that same woman a week later. And she invites you and then you don't tell your girlfriend who you're still in a relationship with. He thinks he wasn't in a relationship. I'm like, you literally told me you need to think, you need to like, he was like getting my hopes up thinking he's going to have a conversation with me after a week of space after he goes to Coachella, right? That's just me being stupid. But he thinks he's like broken up and single to do whatever he wants according to his text message. That's not what he told me. I had him confirm that too because I'm like, I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. Like I'm in, I'm willing to work with you on this. He goes, yeah, I'm hurt. I need to, like, take some space. I'm going to go to Coachella. And then it's just like, sounds like you're still kind of in. You're not, you you weren't like, hey, I also want to break up with you. I'm done. I'm single now. You weren't straight up like that. So, yeah, is that cheating? So then she invites him to Coachella and they go and then, you know. And. Isn't it, like, a major sign that someone cheats on you when they all of a sudden are, like, hanging out with that person, like, the person they cheat on you with? And, like, kind of in a relationship with them all of a sudden? (laughs) Right? That's kind of, like, a red flag. Like, you just, like, moved on to the next relationship like that? It's like, no, you were talking this whole time. You were always messaging. You were always, like, planning shit together and doing shit behind my back together. And I knew it. And trust your gut. If I learned anything. So the number one lesson. I I will end the episode right now. The number one thing I learned. From this last relationship. Is. Trust your fucking gut. It's not wrong. If you have a bad feeling. That you're. Boyfriend's cheating on you cheating on you with someone or being shady with other another person. Get out of the relationship. Your gut's right. It was. Like everything I kind of had an intuition about came true. And for the spirit spiritual gurus out there, all the all the people that, you know, practice Spirituality and manifestation or whatever. Did I fucking manifest this? Cause I had that intuition, like that thought, like oh, this is going on maybe behind my back and it's sketchy in my brain. Like, is did I like create that? Did I manifest? Did that become the reality because of my brain thinking about it as a potential? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I'm like, wait, is is that? How-? No, that doesn't fucking work that way. He, it's just not. Whatever. Because part of me goes, oh, I had a bad gut feeling and then I thought about it here and there and then it kind of happened. No, that's just me being, I think, smart. And that's my body telling me something and me not. And I and I should have listened to it. So that's my lesson. <sighs> and maybe not. And maybe another lesson is, like, if he lies to you, he lied to me a lot. And if you're his fuck, Okay, he lied to me. Just think about this. I don't know who's listening right now. But here I am. This man's ex-girlfriend now. Coming to the internet with the story about th- how he treated me. And it's like, if you're his friend, if you're his coworker, if you're his family member, and you're hearing me say this, like... I'm sure if I if I was on the receiving end of this and I, and I was, and I knew him personally, I would be like, what's this man going to do to me? Like, is, is he, is he going to be a lying, deceitful, um, person to me too? Is this, is this how he's, you know, this isn't cute. (laughs) This isn't good. Okay. Like when I think about it, I'm like, I was, I never disclosed his name. I never said his name. I, I, nobody, it's like, I don't know how, if you know, you know, and I feel like it's only people in my circle that know who I'm talking about, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, this has a, this carries over into everything in life. The way you treat people, it, it, the way you treat your girlfriend, if you cheat on girlfriend, like, what are you doing with your, you know, other relationships? What are you doing in business? What kind of shit are you, you know, shady shit are you doing with your money? Which kind of shady, you know, it's like, it's, makes you think and I'm always checking myself I always mention this did I end the podcast no I didn't I go truly I'm sitting here thinking auditing myself something I like to do a lot on the show and, and reflect I reflect on the the kind of woman I am and, and my personal um values and morals and talk I, I reflect on like yeah like kind of person I am and I'm like what is it that I'm doing right now in my life that is similar to this like what in what way am I cheating on someone or or like in what area of my life am I like am I do you know where, where am I being a piece of shit <laughs> like he did this to me okay and like what do am I that way too like I'm I'm sitting here thinking like what is it that I'm where am I not being a good person in this world? Like, where am I, you know, she's overthinking. It's the end of the episode. She's an overthinker. She's crazy. But that's what I, I'm like sit, I'm sitting with myself now really thinking about it. I'm like, where am I? Yeah. Where am I being a, a piece of shit in this world? Or to people, and mostly, um, let's change, switch switches to relationships. Where, what relationships am I in right now? Where I'm not showing up and being honest and loyal and good to the other person, you know the most amazing thing that's come out of this podcast to be honest is, um, or especially this last episode is I had a friend, um, reach out to me. We've talked, she's DM me a few times who I haven't talked to in a few years. And I can say then that I was a shitty friend to her. And I think at the time we had a falling out because of my, um, just total like selfishness and, and not really, um, or lack of like empathy and and just like lack of, um, yeah, I just, I I was like living for myself and I didn't really care about, I I don't think I was a good, yeah, I wasn't a good friend. So I can say then like, that's when I was, but the amazing thing is what I was saying is like, she reached out, like she heard, listen to the episode and we were talking all of a sudden and it's like, I'm a good fucking person. Like I, when I think about it, I'm like, I don't, I can't come up with a single way I'm being a piece of shit to anyone else in any relationship that, that I'm in right now I'm really trying to think about it like my dad and I talk all the time and we used to not talk after my parents got divorced but now we're like super solid we talk mo- like all the time and it's we have the best conversations in fact I actually wanted to get on the, come on the podcast mom and I talk on the phone every day my sister and I FaceTime like every day my brother and I talk on the phone all the time me and his girlfriend are, we are in good terms. Um my new friendships in San Diego are all solid. I'm, I'm really good. Something I've been doing, like now that I've been you know on a couple dates and I am talking to new people, it's like, I'm like purposely responding to text messages, like really quickly. And I'm like, really, I'm like on point with my communication. Um, yeah. I'm not a piece of shit. Like I'm not, I'm not being a disrespectful, lying person to anyone right now. I just, I'm just trying to make myself feel good about myself and, and make this my ex just look like... I don't know. he I've done it enough. He, so average. So average. His sister was right. That's the story I told in the last episode. His sister was right. This is how he treats women. And he lives for himself. He's selfish. He doesn't care about anyone but himself. And this should not be I will I would I have nothing in common or this this will never this story I'm telling about my ex will never be told about me it's literally, like, like, I'm just, like, that's wild. I would, like, this will never, like, I am not, that's not, I I have nothing in common. Like, I am not that type of person. That's what blows my mind. I'm like, you know what? I I could cry right now. I'm fucking might end this with crying. I'm going to end this with a little tears, guys this man knew about my past and he knew about how almost every man I've ever encountered and been in a relationship with has let me down and it's gotten to the point where it's like I I almost expected at some point in a relationship they're just going to fucking let me down And he so he he knows this. He knows that I've he knows about all the shit I've been through, all the 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 horrible things I've had to go through in relationships, and how horrible men have treated me, and how all the bullshit I've had to fucking shoulder. in my dating life so far and he knew about all this and I always thought and he always made me feel like I will I would never do that to you I would never do you dirty I would never cheat on you I'd never lie to you I would never I would never treat you wrong and he was so like he made me feel like he was good and he had a, he had a big heart and he would never ever hurt me and um he let me down too He's just like every. He's just like every other fucking asshole that I've had to deal with. I never thought he would. That's the thing. It's like he. How could you? How could you? That's what sucks. It's he. <sighs> he always said, and this was the best thing he ever. He always told me is, you know, I have my quirks, I have my personality that's a little out there sometimes, and he goes, Jocelyn, none of this makes me love you any less, and I love you exactly the way you are. And never change anything about how you act or anything around me because I love you exactly how you are. And it's just like, no one's ever told me that. No one's ever made me feel that accepted and and that comfortable in my own skin. And comfortable to be fucking crazy and wild and say all the stuff I say that's... You know. So yeah, it just sucks. He fucking let me down too. And he <sighs> just, should I switch teams? Like I'm, I'm switch. I I just, this was like crazy, right? Like I just went from emotion to like, now I'm popping off. Like I'm about to switch teams. Do I date women now? Do I fucking go the other dist- go the other way? I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is like I'm having a joker moment. Do you see this? Like I'm literally having a crazy, like I just had a moment where I'm fucking crying and then is this mania? Like I no one I shouldn't even die or say any kind of like That's what happens though when you're emotional and everything and then going through this, you like have these like crazy roller coaster moments emotionally and it's just like <sighs> I don't hate men, I'm never going to be one of those women that's like fuck men, fuck men, men are trash but like right now I'm feeling that way because that was one thing that was really big to me, it's how he was so like in my corner and in my rock about and, and just like held me when I told him what I've been through and just like made me feel like he would never do that. To me. Okay. I need to stop. I know this was a lot. <laughs> um, but you have to understand it's, it's not easy for me to be in a relationship with someone for a year and just like move on. Okay. And maybe I process things different than other than some people who can just like put their middle finger high and and move on. You know, maybe I'm just different in that way, but um Yeah, I I I, I was just with this man for a year of my life and it meant a lot to me and I I loved him and it just sucks you know this all fucking sucks and at the end of the day I'm doing I'm doing what we all do okay when we break up with people we have thoughts we have thoughts in our head all day long all night long we're thinking about it we're going through it alone you know and um All I'm doing here is what everyone else is doing except I'm talking about it. I'm saying it out loud. I'm using my voice. I'm recording it. I'm posting a podcast. Okay. So this is a total stream of consciousness. You know, while I'm going through a breakup and it is what it is. So I need to stop finally. Shit, I should be out on the town right now. Like, I should not be. It's like Friday night. I'm fucking crying with a $30 Amazon call center headset attached to my face in my little apartment. I'm going out tomorrow, though. So that's exciting. I guess the next phase of my podcast will be all about my dating life and all my dates and all my new, like, new boys and all my. part of it's like, oh, that's exciting, but also, I just got to know someone really well, and things are going so well up until the end, and I'm just, like, devastated, I'm just like, how the fuck do I find, Ugh. I'm not, like, desperate, though, to get in a relationship again, it's just, like, I feel so good in life, where I'm, like, I don't need to go do shit ton of, like, work and be single and, like, read all this. I have all these self-help books I've already read, like, twice all around me. I just, like, don't, I'm, I need to get with someone who's, like, on my fucking level mentally and who's, like, so just, they know exactly who they are and they're, they just know themselves and they, that's the thing about me, it's, like, I'm unwavering or what's the word? I have an, an, in my, I'm unwavering in my ability to be myself all the time and be exactly who I am. in no matter who I'm with, no matter where I am, it's like, I need someone like that who doesn't put on a, a facade when they're in a, this group or they're at that event or they're, you know, at the, I don't know, at the grocery store. Like they're, they're just always this, they're all, they're always, they're so comfortable in their skin. They know exactly who they are and they're never, they don't change. And they're not all about like, yeah, my ex, when I'm thinking, I'm still recording. It was like, he was so. And I, and I gotta say, I you know, I get it. Like you're in this society where you're a man and you, it's like there's this unspoken thing or this pressure that you need to have a really good career and you need to be financially well off and you need to have like a full life with like lots of you need to have, like, your hobbies, man, it's, like, you gotta have all the hobbies, and all the toys, and the, the friends, and you need to have, like, the, you know, and it's just, like, this man, it's, like, it's, like, he, I would, like, watch him think about his life, like, think out loud, and it was, like, I'm gonna, I have these I do these things. I go on these adventures. I ha- I'm friends with these certain people. I buy these certain things. I go. I do the, the because it's like this is gonna look good. This makes me look like a man and who's like doing well and is successful. You know, it's just like, bitch, are you fucking solid inside? Are you happy? I just. I feel bad for him in a way. I feel like he's so programmed and so just like one lane just like doesn't like think outside the box doesn't have any sort of like a creative like he's not like curious about anything he just like accepts just the society and this is how things work and this is what we do and and it's just like boring just like a but he doesn't seem very happy and I think it's because he's like stuck in it I think all this, like, extra stuff he does, all these adventures is, like, even when I'm on the adventures with him, I've gone on these, like, 50-mile hikes with him. I've done all this shit. And it's, like, he never really seems happy. That was, like, part of his, like, tagline, his tagline, his little, like, like motto, life motto. I'm, like, if someone's telling you they're happy, I don't think they're really, it's just, like, you didn't seem like it. It's also because he seemed like he was never satisfied, especially with his career. He was always like bitching about his job and sh- it's just like he never yeah. I think it's the difference between me and him now that, that that I'm reflecting. For the fucking fifth time, I'm trying to end the podcast and here I am going on again. I think the difference between me and him is I'm I wake up and I like who I am. And the littlest things make me happy. The simplest things make me happy. My basic little lifestyle, the like bare bones like I get out of bed, make myself a coffee, I go to the gym now, I used to not go, but now I go, I walk my dog, I do my little, like, morning shower, and I get myself all ready for my work, and I work, and, you know, just like that little, like, the simple little life routine, I'm glowing inside, I'm, I'm ecstatic, I'm, I love routine, I love my life, I love the little things in life, and I feel like this man is just, like, every fucking morning, I don't want to go to work, I slept like shit, I'm tired fuck I gotta do this meeting in five minutes just like blah, everything fucking sucks uh, like I, sh- I want to go on a bike right after work I'm too tired oh it's gonna be blah. just like always negative I just I'm just like thinking about this now it's like where I'm just like it's a new day I'm stoked and everything's good like I have such a ridiculous like pot- I, I don't know It I think it's just because I'm I have perspective and, about how blessed and lucky and, and how good I have it. And, um, I think about it a lot maybe, and he doesn't, he's thinking about what he, what he lacks when he doesn't have and why, where, wh- wh- you know, he, where he's at in life isn't where he wants to be. And he has more to accomplish, more to do and more. To, it's just like, it never ends. And that rubs off that rubbed off on me. And it depri it de- drains me. So all of this external shit, all these fucking adventures, all these fucking climbs, all these fucking ski trips, all this fucking shit, it's like, it's fake, but um, that's just my opinion or just my perspective perception of him from a, you know, from my viewpoint, um, he would probably say, I'm happy, I love, my, you know, yeah, so, yeah, so, Jacqueline needs to find someone who's just, like, chill with them, they're just, like, happy, because it's a new day, and they're just, like, life's great, you know, and not someone who's just, like, constantly bitching about how much they are just like tired and and don't want to work and you know just like bad energy to be around (sighs) best thing I did for that man I bought him a Theragun and he uses that bitch every single fucking day that uh I have a Theragun it's not close to me right now and every and he said this is the best gift best gift anyone has ever given me He uses that every day, and he can massage his calves and think about me every single time, how fucking nice I was to him, how good I was to him, and how I never cheated on him, and I loved him, and I gave him really good back massages, and I fought for him. I loved him for who he was, even with his flaws. Good luck finding that in someone else that's the thing about me it's like maybe that's where I, I I fall short or I shouldn't something I shouldn't do is like accept that many flaws and that many red flags into my life in a relationship just like that's like to it's like the thing like to a fault like I just think people are beautiful I think people are imperfect, beautiful souls, and we're—it's all everything's a mirror, right? So, like, yeah, when I say I accepted him for who he was, it's because I—I—I I know that yeah, nobody's perfect, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, and also, like, what was the mirror thing for me, like, what was he mirroring on me that, it's almost like he was showing me the opposite of what I am, (laughs) or, like, how the shit I, I mean, like, that energy that I used to maybe carry on my shoulders all the time that I don't anymore. It's like, that was rubbing. I don't know. Maybe I, I was like aware of it. It like was more, um, apparent to me. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's like a lesson from dating him is that if I was on his same low energy vibration, his level, I w- it wouldn't be, probably be a problem to me because I was I would be like that too but because I'm above it and I'm like higher energy more positive more happy more like upbeat more you know it's like it is it was more noticeable and I was like oh you know I'm pitting out oh my god I need to end this episode is that no wait can you see that (laughs) is my AC still on 69 always it's in Fahrenheit if you're curious all right episode 312's done I, it's done um the uh drama the theatrics the tea has been spilled it's been aired out it will live on forever as episode 311 and 312 I don't plan on making this a theme or a a series on this show it just kind of happened, and it was well-received. Um, I think people appreciated my vulnerability and my honesty and my, and my courage for sharing my story, and they, you know, I'm sure got a kick out of some of the things I said. So, yeah, moving forward, it's gonna be back to our regular programming here on the Jacqueline Monroe Show. It's gonna be conversations about my dog shitting multiple times in the night and I have to wake up and let him out and like, you know, how much coffee I drink and how I need to go on a caffeine detox and how I want to like redo my apartment and buy new furniture. Just like bullshit, like day-to-day stuff. But, um, did I just peak as a podcast host? This kind of felt like a, a peak. So, uh, episode 312. We're, we're done. I don't know how to end this. Have a, you guys, thank you for being here. I I do want to thank you. Thank you for being here with me right now and, you know, taking the time out of your day, wherever you are right now to hear my story and maybe like thanks for like being in my corner if you're like supporting me being this you know vulnerable and, and everything like thanks for being in my corner it feels good that's one thing I'll say about all the messages like nothing feels better than like going through a breakup and then people just showering you with like love and praise and just like you know cheering you on and saying how all these nice things about you. Like, I can't, I can't thank you guys enough. Like, I didn't understand how many fucking people listen to my podcast until I posted this last episode. Every, like everyone on Instagram is like sending me a message now about it. It's like, this is the topic people, people, you know, gotta, they, they listen to, or they like wanted to message me about. So let's pray to God. I don't have to talk about cheating again. Knock on wood. All right. Thank you for being here. I love you guys a lot. Um, hope you have a great week. Um, be honest. Be straight up. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Treat people with respect, including yourself. And don't cheat. Don't lie to your partner. So they may make a podcast about you someday. And, uh, (laughs) yo, no one's safe. We learned that. We fucking learned that. You cheat on my ass. You treat me like shit. You lie to me and you're my boyfriend going on the podcast that's that's what we learned and I have absolutely no um regrets or like I don't feel bad about it I don't owe him anything I don't owe him anywhere like yes he's a person he's flawed I you know Holly said all that shit but like I don't I don't owe him anything so bye boy what did I say last episode Bye. See ya. Have a good life. Wish you the best. Enjoy your adventures with your new girlfriend. How much how much <laughs> how, how jealous or insecure? How better can I sound right now? How do I end the podcast? Uh have a great week. Hit that subscribe button, please, if you're if you've made it this far, you might as well hit the subscribe button and review the show on apple or spotify you can review it on spotify now if you're watching on youtube please subscribe to my youtube channel no one watches there or listens there but like if you support me if you're like hey i like listening to our podcast and you have a youtube and you watch youtube videos at the least just like click the subscribe button and like i don't know about you but i don't ever click my subscription uh inbox on YouTube, I just, like, see whatever's on the homepage, so, like, it wouldn't even, if you don't even, like, want to watch the show, it won't even show up, but, like, subscribing would help me out a lot, so let's get me to 101 subscribers after this episode, I'm currently at 100, uh, do the math, I don't know how that makes any sense, (laughs) I don't fucking care, uh, people watch me on Spotify, though, um, which is cool, I can't even believe that just seems cool that I have my, video podcast on Spotify. Um, but yeah, do all the things, follow me on Instagram and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I will never cheat on you. I will never cheat on you. (laughs) Have a great week and I will talk to you next Sunday. Bye.